Hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. The podcast. Yep. You've got Tatum and Tyrant back here again sup, to just sup. discuss some things on our mind. Yeah. How's your week been? All right, all right. Same old, and yours? Yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, nothing interesting happened since the, the COVID episode. So today we're just deciding we're going to discuss potentially what's just been on our minds in this last week um, with some changes in the regulations, the vaccines landing and just general life starting. I mean, schools started back this week, so it's just been a whole new thought pattern mm-hmm. and we're going to discuss what we like to call the career evolution yeah. and so what's been on my mind is what happens and the thought process that goes through someone's head when they feel like they need to make a career change or what else how else can I say this um, so it's not just making a career change but reevaluating the decisions that you made in your life and just thinking about why certain decisions have led you to a specific point okay. and maybe just to try and get an understanding of potentially why people get to this point okay why do you think that is I mean what what's what do you think is the contributing factor do you think people are maybe pressurized when they when they come out of varsity I mean or not even varsity high school to like pick a career do you think what do you think leads to people or do you think it because my initial thoughts when you said that was like people are I mean we we tend to want to put ourselves into categories but I generally think that most people fit into lots of different categories so to try and pick one thing that you're passionate about is is quite difficult because I know with myself like there's so many things I'm passionate about um maybe I couldn't make a career out of all of them but um given any other different circumstances I maybe could have done something else I don't I don't know what do you why what's what is your thinking along along those lines um just so having a broad look at it and just trying to break it down into its own individual factors I think there's like you said there's just a lot of things that happen in someone's life when they're growing up and a lot of ideas get pushed into your head there's a certain uh narrative that gets pushed out there on what people should be doing with their lives there's an economy that runs everything that we do that yeah uh, requires certain aspects in order in order to make it in within it um then there's your people's interests things that you like to do and then people especially now i think with access to more and more information and more media out there people are seeing different people from all walks of life trying to push what they think people should be doing with their lives and mm. how you should be pursuing your careers how you should be pursuing your future what you should be doing and mm. there's so many different things that you can see and so many people in so many different fields yeah. and i think also it leads right now what i think a lot of people are struggling with including myself is because you are now able to see lots of people in their different careers mm. as entrepreneurs and very career professionals you mean, you mean because of social media well yeah yeah so um, i'm about to get to that okay, um <laughs> so 
<clears throat> now I've just lost my train of thought. Sorry, you said because you can see a whole lot of people in their careers. Yes. Yeah. So you tend to, and then you see some of these people might be younger than you. Mm. The way they're viewing certain things with <clears throat> in a career field is a lot more in depth than you've ever thought of it. Sometimes in your back of your head, you go, okay, well, should I be in this in this career path? Because I never thought of looking at certain things like that. I haven't put as much effort into my career as these people have. Mm. Am I in the right career or do I need to go somewhere? And I think it confuses a lot of people on that. Mm. So so you're almost touching on then like the dangers of social media though. Like, you know, comparing yourself to other people constantly. You're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. You're seeing like people doing other interesting things and you know it can take you that can take you down like a dark path in my opinion like um and we all i think we probably all fall victim to it but um yeah i guess so it's it's more in your face than ever before and i know you and i come from a from family upbringing where you know our parents particularly were and i think the the gener our parents generation in like specifically we're very much of the opinion you know you had to have a career like maybe 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 i'm just generalizing now but it seems like that generation was very much like you better become a doctor lawyer um you know accountant the professions the like big mainstream professions that they knew were going to be secure in terms of having a certain type of lifestyle, a certain type of income, and a certain type of recognition, but also, what's the word for when someone like almost gives you praise? You know, they they because those careers are generally put on a almost on a like pedestal. a pedestal, yeah. um, which doesn't which. I sort of under I understand why, especially in the case of like maybe a doctor or an engineer or something. I mean, they're very technical careers, but it's not to say that like something in the creative field or something that's not as um, you know scientific in nature or you know um, I can't I can't think of another word to describe it is is any less. Um, valuable well especially nowadays um, what you were touching on there I think from our parents generation the reason I think things were like that is because those were the careers that you could survive on yeah Um, in this the economy the way the economy is now today those are still careers that you can survive on but there's now a broader spectrum of careers that you one can make a very good career from which wasn't possible which wasn't possible back in their day and I think a big part of it is going now this is where it's going to contradict itself is because of social media and because of the way the internet has grown it's created heaps of opportunity that has never presented itself to people before Mm. but at that same turn because it's unprecedented to us we're still not used to it we haven't been able to evolve as fast as the systems themselves have Mm. which we struggle to mentally cope with it because it is very foreign it's changed drastically and I don't think we've had the time to adapt and to learn to stabilize with it so we're still in that testing out phase where anything is possible and it's currently at a like a crazy level 
and it should eventually start to stable out when we become used to it and we can actually we've trained our minds to understand how to take things and what perspective we need to have mm. we've no one's ever had this before this is something we've never seen yeah so to try and say that it was going to be perfect and to that everyone was just going to continue how things were was is a bit naive um Sure. It was always going to disrupt the way we think and you live mean, our lives. Social media and like the way the internet has just exploded the since way, yeah. since you know since we were young, and since we were kids. Exactly. Yeah. And the way it's changed careers and the way it's changed ways well, of looking after yourself. Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. And I can, I mean, I have no idea of the stats on this, but I can almost say with a good amount of certainty that careers like social media management for businesses. Um, you know yeah so managing facebook accounts managing instagram web design all those sorts of um you know careers or or jobs are probably in the highest amount of demand um for businesses because yeah it's where the money is it's where the it's where the money is and it's how the money's made i mean your traditional marketing I mean and I I'm not speaking with any sort of authority but I can just imagine that there's been a massive shift away from traditional marketing media like magazines and I don't know even newspapers I mean (laughs) I doubt anyone's even even looking at those mediums anymore and the monster of trying to manage an Instagram page and being consistent with content is a is definitely a job that if you got the money, I'm sure businesses are wanting to outsource because it could. I can just see it it being so time consuming, and I have a I know a few people and I have relatives who own their own businesses. And they have to outsource that sort of thing to a, a company or a freelancer because, like I say, I mean, to you, you can't do your job and manage those things at the same time. So, yeah, it's a whole new world um, when it comes to social media, and we're probably just like scratching the surface. So, any career in those fields and in IT, it I mean, it all also links back to IT and coding and web web development yeah it's a whole new sector all new types of jobs and when we were like i don't know about you but when i was getting into into varsity and that wasn't even that long ago it was like 10 years ago um maybe because i came from an all-girls school but no one was dis- was discussing going into it or going into coding or anything to do with computer programming or anything like that but like I say I mean that's also my only only my perspective but I feel like it only really blew up one or two years like later after I got into varsity I don't know about you well yeah I think that is like you said I think that's something very specific to maybe being at an old girls school yeah maybe because at our school RT was a very big subject okay um a lot of people were keen to get into it because they knew, well, there was just, I think there seemed to be a better sense of where the path was going. Mm. And I think maybe that also ties into the previous like way of doing things was a little bit more patriarchal. Mm. So maybe because it was being seen as the the next like big type of job that mm. it was maybe being pushed by media or 
by anyone towards men more at that maybe. time and maybe that's why being at an all girls school you didn't pick up on it as much because oh, yeah. our although our RT teacher was a was a woman and she was very good at it yeah but I think from what I can remember majority of the people in it were guys it's an interesting actually observation because and I say this as like a girl who was who grew up as like a bit of a computer geek like playing computer games and that sort of thing but generally the people who I've known throughout my life who are really into computers and gaming have always been boys so interesting observation maybe it's got some some link into that it's just girls are not as interested in it in general I don't know but it'll probably change I think I don't necessarily think it's not that girls were interested in it I think girls were still Uh, thought to believe well it was believed that girls still had a specific path they needed to follow Mm. you need to be the wife you need to be there for your husband and it was a weird phase because it was like the end phase of that happening and the woman getting out of that Mm. Um, I think even like we me and you touched on it like I think like even our siblings our older siblings Mm. they're not as well as like where we are in terms of how men and uh, man and a woman's uh, the way we see it yeah you mean like the gender relationships and things with like with particularly when it comes to careers or what are you no not necessarily when it comes to careers just in terms of what a woman's position is in the household or uh, just a woman and a husband's wife okay sorry that made no sense there yeah. a man and a, a man and a woman living to coexisting together yeah okay I think I'm understanding you yeah I'm I think not, I've just I'm... confused myself as well yeah so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to continue on that part okay but um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one because maybe maybe it all just comes down to exposure. Um, I know I don't think the majority of my friends had the access to computers and things. Um, I think I was fortunate in the sense that I had my own computer growing up. That's what I'm trying to say. But I don't think when we were in high school, for example a lot of people had their own computer like that was quite rare yeah no that was very there rare. was a, a lot of people had one computer in the house sharing it with siblings so there's maybe maybe it was just a less exposure but i think that's definitely changed hugely oh, yes. since we were in high school yeah, yeah. so inevitably more girls are going to be exposed so it's probably going to equal out by the time like it's probably already equal no, yeah, out. i think it is yeah so yeah it was just an observation from my side but yeah, I mean, what else are you thinking about in terms of changing careers? Because, I mean, I know of a lot of people who have gone down one particular path and maybe it's due to, you know, this, this concept of like pre-approved careers, you know, that are that are almost like if you go down, if you become a a accountant you're guaranteed this level of income and this this is the idea that people have you know this level of status in society but if you go down this path it's more of just a hobby and you'll never oh you'll never make it like in this path you know becoming an artist for instance let's just say do you think that 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 is still a contributing factor today? No, of course. Uh, that's 100% definitely still happening. And there is merit to that. I mean, we cannot completely dismiss it and say that uh, that shouldn't be happening. I mean, unfortunately, the world 
economy is run in a specific way. Mm. Um, there are certain things that make money. There are certain things that help people. Yeah. There are certain things that are needed, and there are certain things For that business. Ju- yes, and there are certain mm. things that just become entertainment. Yeah. And you just touched on the word there, saying business. Mm. We do live in a capitalist system, yeah, which is business driven. Yes. So business is ultimately going to be the way forward. Yeah. So any so it's almost like any career that ties into a business function. Um supply and demand is what yeah. drives our economy. We, yeah. we we cannot dispute that and there are things that need to be done. And those careers of stuff that needs to be done will always be there. And entertainment we do know entertainment is a huge lucrative career. Yeah. But it's not an easy easy career to get into and it's not it doesn't come mm. in abundance. And I think also cuz it's um generally when we talk about entertainment careers or or creative careers they're so dependent on exactly that your creativity. Um and you can be wildly creative and like an amazing artist whether it's you know just you're a stand stand up comedy or um, you know, art is in fine art, like producing paintings or whatever, or even going to like maybe the the newer types of creative fields like graphic design, interior design, that sort of thing. It's just, and I've seen this more and more. There's just so much competition. There's so much competition, and even more so. Let's get back, getting back to social media because everyone has a platform now. And it's great because it's it's never been so easy to showcase your abilities, but it's also very difficult because it's never been so easy to showcase your abilities. You know, everyone is is on these platforms, and everyone seems to be amazingly talented. So, yeah, it's a it's a crazy time to try and pick a path. The weird thing, though, touching on what you've just said. It is very difficult because there's so much competition. But despite the competition, it's still easier today to be successful in that than it ever was in the history of time, despite more and more competition coming through. Mm. Because you are reaching more and more people than ever before. Yeah, I guess maybe the odds are still in your favor in that respect. Like there's, there's so many people out there in the world that you're... you're if you get yourself out there and you you're showing what you can do the odds are there's one or there's a, at least a handful of people who are seeing it and are interested in what you can offer so yeah i agree with you and also gives you a, a, a free platform mm. to market yourself where before you need you would have to have money mm. you would have to spend money on some medium here Everyone, like, I'm not saying it's completely free. There's always going to be a cost involved, but compared to the cost of what it was before we had technology to now, mm. it's a no-brainer. I mean, you have the opportunity at any time to, yeah. to run a business off just a phone, yeah, if you need to. Which I mean, this and this ties into this is a good segue, I think, for me to sort of discuss what I've been thinking a lot about recently. Yeah, let's get into that now. Which is. Um, which is exactly what what we've sort of already touching on is this movement I've been tracking into and maybe it's just suddenly I'm I'm getting a lot more exposure to it because of my peers but 
and particularly to do with the times we're living in now there seems to be a massive upswing in freelance work and I, I've seen a lot of friends a lot of people I studied with getting into the freelance environment and I think it's partly to do with you know trying to free themselves up from the the 95 grind or the 8 to 5 grind or whatever you want to call it um, free themselves up from being chained to one to a desk um, I think the past year has, has helped in that regard is that we've already almost transformed the way we do work to being already a lot more remote you know um, businesses have now had an excuse to allow their employees to work remotely and I think a natural next step for that is for a lot of people to say hey let I want to do this um, you know full time I want to completely change the way I work and be in control of my own time um, yeah and so I've seen this massive increase in people I know just doing the freelance thing um, and the remote working thing it's going to be interesting to see what happens to office space um, like <laughs> for example in the middle of Sanson where you've got massive skyscrapers we've got a couple massive skyscrapers but the others are just huge office buildings um, with I imagine thousands of square meters of office space and since you know the beginning of 2020 I wonder what even the occupancy rates of some of those buildings is I mean driving to work in the morning you're not even even at peak hour traffic you're still not reaching the same peak volume of people on the road and I and I had thought it was because schools still went back to normal but this morning even and you said earlier that schools are back now. well uh, private schools are government schools when you go back on the okay 15th. government schools and so a lot we'll of uh, private schools who follow uh, four-term timetables will only be back on the 15th okay so, so it's maybe a very small amount of schools that have gone back i could be talking too early then but i i even noticed this last year i think people a lot of people are still choosing to work from home yeah and it's like evident in the traffic volumes on the street. Yeah. Um, and fair enough, you know, they're taking their own safety into account primarily. And I think everyone's realized the amount of money they can save driving to work, not driving to work, you know, and the amount of time they can save not spending an hour in traffic one way and an hour in traffic the other way. Um, so it's going to be an interesting, like, time moving forward seeing how that changes the way we conduct business mm. um yeah and how the work the workspace changes um yeah that's my that's what i've currently been thinking about mostly um oh and linked to that whole freelancing thing and i, I was speaking showing you this the other day is these massive platforms and i'm I don't think it's new. I think I'm only just cottoning onto it now. Um, I don't like these platforms like Fiverr or um, Up, Upwork. There's a couple of them. And you literally create... It's almost like the Facebook for freelancing. You, you create your own profile. You 
upload your your content and your portfolio images you advertise yourself and you can bid on projects or you can um you know sell yourself and anyone looking for freelance work can just log on there and pick from thousands of people who are able to assist now here's my question but with, with regards to that yeah do you not think over time because obviously the freelancing thing now is just starting to boom so that i don't think it's hit its peak yet as you said that's where things are going yeah um over time with all these people getting onto that and if that's going to start becoming it well if the gig economy becomes a thing mm. do you foresee people earning less money overall over time than what people are making now because everything's now being shared yeah technically everything's spreading itself out more yeah. and because there's so many people offering the same thing and you have access now to so many in order to compete people are going to have to drop their prices this this is yeah you touch on something that's actually a massive concern mm. because i see it already even in well in my industry i see it already with even without the massive even without taking into account all the freelancers but you get people who are offering a service for such a small because they have no overheads you know they're not having they're working from home they don't have an office to rent they don't have employees they're literally doing it all themselves they can they can um produce a service at a at a such a cost so reduced like it becomes very difficult to compete um and i think for example if you i'm going to use an example straight out of my my profession if you needed a set of building plans drawn up um and it didn't require let's say it didn't require you to go to site you could hire a professional architect who's you know got a reasonably a reasonable sized business somewhere in Joburg they might give you x fee then you could hire maybe a freelancer somewhere in Joburg who could give you x minus you know 50,000 rand like so almost half of that price give you the same service then you can also now go online find some guy sitting some person sitting in i don't know let's like the middle of vietnam or <laughs> india or you know any country even in like the middle of europe and they're charging maybe even a reduced fee because by the time they've done a currency conversion or something it's still worth their while but that fee is so so much lower than anyone in 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 South Africa could charge and i think yeah it's going to become even more difficult to to get work so it's like a catch 22 because like you said you got so much more exposure because of social media but you've got so much more competition could it potentially i'm just thinking here not also possibly go the other way for certain people so let's say you've got a person in camera using bobwares example because their currency their local currency is not valued very high yeah um so if they a very good architect yeah guys very good can do great plans based out of zimbabwe offers his services to people in europe mm. okay remotely and he's able to okay, architects maybe not the best one because you've got different uh, 
like body municipal guidelines, municipal guidelines. guidelines. Okay, so just not not architecture. Let's just say so, graphics or, yeah, or some, web design some, or something yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. uh, social media marketing, mm. whatever, something that he can do from his home that will be uh, able to be used somewhere in Europe. Yeah, he's a he's great, and he can charge less than people on his same level mm. in Europe because converted. If he takes less. Mm. So I'm just going to use a, any random number. Uh, great, a person in Europe charges 10 euros for the service that he's going to do. Mm. He says, I'll charge it five euros. Those five euros to him will still be worth a lot more in his country than what the 10 euros is for that European. Well, exactly. So can that not help people in developing nations start to bridge up that divide from where your first world nations have dominated mm. now your developing nations have can undercut the prices yes it might make them suffer but they're going to be able to uplift themselves in a way do you not think that can happen with this maybe i mean maybe but then you like you're saying you you're doing a project based in europe but you're outsourcing to someone who's not european so not that that's a bad thing that they're not european but it's almost like wouldn't you want to keep your resources local um, you know, wouldn't you want to uplift your own country's economy? That's a good question, but we're not doing that already. We saw there's no, the import-export business in some countries is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, they, yeah. most countries will export a lot of their products even though they have their own products because they want to export that to another country and try and make more money off them. Mm. So it's just we already currently do it. Sure. People are always looking to try and make money and save money and I don't think that's going to change but in the example you gave I don't know if the Zimbabwean who quotes would necessarily be that competitive because in that example that Zimbabwean's cost of living is probably a lot higher so even once you convert it out he still can't charge let's say the five euros that you gave in your example you don't think so? No, he could, you don't think someone based in Europe is going to have a much higher I, cost of living? We know that already to be true. Yeah, but rel- relatively speaking, because for instance, I mean, I know from projects that we have quoted on for first world nations and okay, um, for like a Well, let's say developed nations, but I don't think first world and third world nations are a term anymore. Okay, fine, developed nations. <laughs> so let's just say that like... That was my fault, I started that. Let's just say like, I think... And I might be talking out of turn, but for example, um, we wanted to actually quote on a project in Ghana, let's just say. Um, I think it was Ghana. Ah, I can't really remember, but um, it was another African country and thought, you know, perhaps we could... But the cost, but so we thought maybe, you know, we could get better fees because um, the Ghanaians are working in, I think, a dollar. I'm not, I think it could be an American dollar, but their cost to build is almost the same as our cost to build. So it almost made no difference, um, you know, in terms of the fees we would charge. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I think it almost it it might work in the in in the favor of what you're saying, but I, I don't think it's always yeah, exactly like that. Yes. I think because that's just you're the not thought. Real, I'm not yeah, really basing I, it off of actual yeah, knowledge of how uh, that works. Well, exactly. But 
I don't know if it work if if it ends up benefiting the the the, the, the guy who lives in a country where a, his currency is less of as value. much as what you're saying because he's got he's maybe relatively speaking paying a lot more for, for, for goods to and, have a similar style of life and to have a decent standard of living okay um not that he yeah yeah i think that 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 makes sense in my mind uh, i don't know but it would be an interesting one to like look into mm. a little bit more detail so where do you see okay we've only got about eight minutes left of this podcast so staying on the same topic of where we're seeing jobs and careers evolve to mm. what do you believe will be the most valuable job in the next I don't want to be too soon even though technology is growing at a considerable rate but there's no way to predict where we'll be even in five years time but yeah what do you think will be the most valuable and most sought after job besides standard uh big career so besides being a doctor mm. besides being a lawyer which i think will always be prominent careers because we always need them yeah they they always needed which can be argued for something like there'll be some people there are people out there who argue like why do we need lawyers they corrupt you know yeah you get you get those people, get people who say who lawyers are shot, but mm. they don't realize how important they are to make sure that people are not taking advantage of society yeah. it's a very important job to that yeah what do you think is going to be the most important job outside of those what, mainstream ones and that will, will probably always be around mm, it's interesting I mean I'm tempted to say something in the realm the most important career is that what is that what you're asking the most important I'm trying to actually think of the question I am asking um, <laughs> is important the right word like the career most people want to go into let's say it like that or sort okay so like sort of so we know like our parents were like doctors lawyers Mm. what are kids well with every all the technology everything going around them what are they going and with ai think about yeah i'm thinking ai i'm thinking what are kids gonna want to be in the in the gaming or in the gaming sort of sphere so like a virtual world in the virtual worlds in the realm of virtual reality yeah do you think vr will be a thing yes and in what way we're gonna be in some ready player one futuristic realm like I think I think there's there's already talk about things in the works heading in that direction which is actually just off the top of my head now then it's gonna I think we're obviously gonna discuss this on another Mm. podcast but with the way certain movements are going and there's people clashing with these movements I think a good way to avoid the clash will probably be to be putting people into a VR world because you can be whatever you want to be mm. and no judgment there because no one will because you can change literally who you are in that world and no one will know yeah there'll be no backlash because you can be whatever you want to be mm. so yeah sorry I'm not, yeah, not going to get into gonna that it's going to be a potentially interesting future and I think anything in the sphere of related to AI, any sort of any any career that's dependent on AI. Um, I see some of those mainstream careers, like you say, even though I couldn't mention them. I think some of them will will actually fall away with with developments in artificial intelligence. Um, Which careers are you thinking? Accounting. Um, 
even to a certain ex- engineering, even to a certain extent, my field is a cre- the creative aspect is the only thing that sort of keeps it um, out of the realm of artificial intelligence because I don't think. I mean, I'm sure they'll get there, but they haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, that's actually we we don't know because we're just touching on the basis of, of we what don't we know, know if, right if now. an artificial intelligence will be able to become its own living being in a way like Essentially, we are. Yeah, but it's digital. I mean, that, that exactly. I, I'm sure that's possible. I mean, the possibilities are actually infinite, so it's almost an impossible question to answer. But yes, there's people who might argue that. Um, I mean, as your dad always says to us, he's like. A computer will only be as good as the person who Programs tells it what to do. Yeah. So, although there are, I've also seen people who argue and say computers are going to be able to self-learn on their own in a certain way. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know enough about this. I mean, that's completely out of my depth. I don't want to try to get in. This be me just purely speculating on only small bits and pieces that I've taken from people here and there. But mm. yeah, that is very interesting. That that's where you see. I've got a view that we might we could be quite split so I think there will be people who will adopt that Mm. and I think there's going to be people who are going to want to go completely back they're going to want to completely negate technology they're going to like we already have it kind of in America where you've got the Amish societies yes so maybe not as religiously extreme on that but Mm. like more let's just say uh, ancestrally they're going to want to say we need to go back to Mm being people of the land and sure yeah like well i mean you know you see it historically like every movement has an equal and opposite movement like in the impressionists and then there were the post-impressionists you know um you, you see it right now there's the, the vegan movement and there's the carnival movement yeah there's there's always a reactionary movement so yes i'm sure if the majority of the world is getting deep into ai and virtual living other there's going to be a there's going to be a big maybe not massive maybe the majority will be stuck in their virtual reality but there's going to be a group of people who decide no way in hell i'm going to you know, completely repel all technology and go and live on a farm and or a game farm. Not necessarily a farm. They could just have a portion of the world where the land is roamed. Yeah. And we become nomads again and people who just... That would be the extreme, extreme yeah. opposite. Yeah. Let's go all the way back a couple hundred years. Who do you think will be happier? <laughs> Personally, and I'm, I have a bias... I think the ancestral people will be will be will be happier. Why do you say that? Because I think they'll be mentally healthier. Because I think we. So this is my premise: we are living organisms, the same way the earth, the animals that inhabit the earth, the insects and the plants are all living organisms. So we so to sort of live virtually is almost to like deny our own reality uh, you know it deny what we are so i hear what you're saying and this i think if i can try i'll probably have to listen to this back because this will be an interesting one for another podcast you talk about that's who we are mm. but 
you're basing all of that opinion mm-hmm. on history sure. leading up there's no way that you can conclusively say that being in a virtual world is not what humans are meant to be just because we've never done it before do you understand what i'm trying to say i get what you're are, saying yeah there's a view that we are <laughs> the universe is constantly expanding right yes we are a product of life aging yes maybe going into a virtual world is just a natural progression of our species our brains because we've why did we evolve to be coming to this why did we evolve to being able to produce cars why did we get to that point mm. maybe it's part of our existence as a species so maybe moving into a virtual world and creating that is still part of who we are maybe that's a, that's it's just a sure. complete concept because just because we've never done it before Okay. doesn't mean necessarily we shouldn't be there mm. yes we can argue and say okay but we're destroying the planet we are harming ourselves we're getting more and more stressed there's all those factors but yeah, that's what again we are all from. part of a continuing existence we can't go back we can only move forward mm. things constantly change at one point there was no no man on the planet that evolved to eventually getting there yeah so If we're going to say it's well, who maybe, we are, maybe we, we shouldn't even exist then. Well, maybe that's exactly what I was going to say. Maybe we're going to evolve ourselves out of existence. But everything always has a beginning and end. Humans will not be around forever. Well, exactly. And maybe that's the way we'll eventually maybe. physically die off. Maybe our consciousness will be uploaded to some... And now we're going into Black Mirror <laughs> type of story. And eventually we won't have physical bodies at all. We'll just all be programs floating around and then yeah we'll essentially evolve ourselves away from physical beings <laughs> you want to take that path let's run with it well it's just yeah it's just something interesting let's not get we started to digress from the actual original topic very but we are at the end of the podcast um that's a very interesting one to talk about in the next time mm. but and that's completely out of our depth that's Like put some people listen to us and be like you guys make no sense we'll just be talking you just retard you just <laughs> we'll just but half I guess that's half the point we're not like here yeah. trying to you know be experts we're just literally chatting Being about people thinking about life and things and things yeah alright guys thank you so much if you got this far we really do appreciate you listening to the podcast the podcast and this is Siren and Tatum <laughs> signing out Cheerio. Thanks, everyone. Hello, this is the mayor of winning. <laughs> the mayor of winning. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we just watched, uh, what was it? Eurovision? Eurovision. With Will Ferrell. Mm. Really good. If you haven't seen it, take the time out. It is really good. I know that was a little bit weird. But thanks for listening. Bye.